Peaches and cream and reality TV dreams, this ATLT is hot with rich, fabulous steam. From wigs to digs, the peach groves of Atlanta is where the shade lives. I literally can't eat any carbs and I can't drink. It's and so it's the worst life. fucking life. No, it really is. Like, no, I literally I, had my appointment. That's how metabolism works, too. Well, that, I literally have my appointment with my endocrinologist on mm-hmm. Friday. And um, I lost my shit. Like, I had a housewives moment, Josh. Like, I'm so, like, when I was telling Matt about it, I'm like, looking back, I should apologize to him. Because <laughs> he walks in. And, like, you know, I starve myself all week. And, you know, I work out an hour every single day. So I literally, like, live a housewives life. Like, right. I'm miserable. You know, like, uh, we don't, <laughs> we, eat, we eat cauliflower potatoes. Uh, we eat cauliflower rice. Like, we do not eat carbs. And he comes in and says, how are you? I said, your scales are heavy, but fine. <laughs> like, excuse me? And then he was like, "Oh, but you're de- like you you've lost weight. You're doing great." And I'm like, "Um, yeah, but not with my expectations. I haven't eaten a carb. I had three drinks total <laughs> all week. Okay, total. I-, I think we have to keep this whole conversation. <laughs> I think this is where we're starting today. This is too good. No, I totally like, fucking understand. It's not fair. Now, yeah. can you do cheese? Can you do cheese? Oh, I can, but I try not to do too too much. But like, I don't no. do like a cheese." Anything. So, like, I just tried to eat a shit ton of vegetables, but I, like, melted down, Josh. Like, I melted down. Oh, well, you like, deserve to. When yeah. you're literally living off cauliflower rice. And he said, and you don't think chicken. that you have anxiety or anything? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, screamed at the bitch the whole time. And I'm like, I definitely have anxiety. But, like, don't I don't need medication. Right now. Yeah. Your skills uh, are heavy, but fine. <laughs> and Unless like, you're um, gonna give me a Zipic, you've got to shut up. Like, and he was like, "What?" Um, he was like, "Do you want me to write down the weight your scale said?" And I was like, "Please, actually, because <laughs> I'm four pounds lighter on my scale." Well, that's a significant amount. Yeah, and it, it was really that is. morning. It was literally that morning, and I literally didn't even drink my coffee. That's how crazy I am, you guys. I didn't coffee or anything before my doctor's appointment, so like I didn't even like retain liquids, you know. Yeah, glory, so, like, glory, I hallelujah. There, I thought I was going to, like, blow that scale up. Like, I, they were going to be like, oh, my God, are you invisible? Where is she, Tinkerbell? Is that you? Did you turn into a leprechaun? You're so fucking skinny. But then I stepped on the scale and spiked my blood pressure. I was ready to swing. That's really, like, the hardest thing when you're trying that hard. Yes. And then to go in there. And I love that you were, like, acting like it was, like, the biggest loser scales, though, or something. You're like, this isn't right. This isn't and right. Like, I beat Christy. I beat Christy. And he was like, I didn't even say anything. Like, he I'm was just like. Jillian Michael's ass. Yeah. He was like, okay, um, I just wanted to, like, repeat your blood work to make sure that your dosage of your synthroid was right. But, okay. <laughs> man. Sorry to that man. Yes. So sorry, Doc. Ooh. Like, I really lost. And then I told Matt, I was like. Maybe it's because I only really talk about my weight struggles with, like, my husband and my sister. Uh, and, like, I, like, vent. And, like, I don't know how to talk about it in a healthy, normal way. Right. So my well, doctor just got, like, full, un, unfiltered Doc Lovey talk. Next time you Where walk I'm like, in. you motherfucker, you look so skinny. Oh, my God. Did you see yourself <laughs> on our blink camera? You're like, a pole. You're so skinny. Oh, my God. How do you do this? And then I'm, like, starving.
Right. Well, this is A, Matt's fault. B, the scale's fault. I, th- I hope next time you go in and they have, like, those old-timey, like, the two scales, and you stand on one side, <laughs> they put a feather on the other side, and they're like, oh, my God, she's so skinny. Look oh at her. She's God. so light. Straight to heaven. <laughs> literally, like, your heart is lighter than a feather. Scales only for Kalindi. Like, <laughs> You're not turning to dust in this sandstorm, bitch. Uh, what is that you're a negative wave what wow no they actually are just gonna have a stretcher to commit me <laughs> next, oh time, next time you go in you get a thorazine drip and a pocket <laughs> security guard like normalize apologizing to your doctors in your patient portal everyone <laughs> well guys that's our week we're out no i'm just kidding let's get ready for some hard hitting news What's going on in the world? Kate Bosworth and Justin Long are engaged. A source confirms to ET they're both thrilled and their loved ones are incredibly happy for them. They make an amazing couple and they're so excited and they're so skinny. That's, they are actually very skinny people. I did just watch a movie with Kate Bosworth in it, which is strange. That Remember the Titans? Again. No, uh, it's called The Domestics. It was like a scary movie. Oh. It was fine. It was one of Nathan likes those post-apocalyptic murder, whatever. Mm-hmm. A so dystopian, was, if you will. It was fine, but I was like, who is that woman? And now I'm thinking, who is that woman? Like, I was like, I know her. She's the one from the, the Surfer movie, right? She's It has the really cute dimples. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was her in Remember the Titans? Yeah, she was the racist girlfriend yeah. that comes over at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now I'm connecting a little more. Now I you get her. I've literally hated her in every movie I've seen. <laughs> I really? Think I think she's cute. Like, Maybe you do. Yeah, I, I love like Justin as, Long. I don't, I don't like her as an actress. I guess. Yeah, I can see that. But I don't. I love Justin Long. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like his face. Um, and then uh, we. Oh God, what's the movie with? Oh, we, you're with your nemesis, Seth Rogen. Um, my arch aside. Yes, Zach and Mary make a porno. Okay, I do love that movie. Yeah, and Justin Long's. <laughs> yes. Part. Yes. I, I think that might be Elizabeth Banks' best role. Listen up, Monrovers. <laughs> I think Elizabeth Banks is one of those people I root for, but really never does anything that great. <laughs> like, really? I feel like she's days. so versatile. I just feel like she's not that great. It's like, I, I really like her, but, like, I guess she was really good in Hunger Games. I do yeah. like her in Zack and Miri. But other yeah. than that, I just feel like, like she missed the mark on Power Rangers. That's a huge mistake uh, for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I hate, uh, what's the karaoke movie? Or not the karaoke, but oh, the, the Glee. Yeah, there's too many. Like, if it would have just been Pitch Perfect 1, I could have yeah. dealt. But we don't and need like, so you many. You definitely need to stop it, too. Yeah, the like, third come one on. Is, like, insane. Like, and I hate, An- what's her name? Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. I hate her. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, Anna Kendrick. And that reminds me because then she redid, um, Elizabeth Banks redid uh, the Charlie's Angels with another arch nemesis, Kristen Stewart. And it was terrible. Damn it. Elizabeth. I mean, I didn't watch it. I would never watch something with Kristen Stewart in it ever again, except for that Snow White movie that I really like. But that is only because. <laughs> Chris she was Hemsworth, cheating with the director. Chris, Chris Hemsworth and um, my queen Charlize Theron is in that. So like, oh, I, I love Charlize Theron. She's like, one can of the this most beautiful women alive? Like, can this so, turn into a Charlize Theron like <laughs> podcast. podcast? Because I'm out. 
obsessed with her. Honestly, I love her movie with your nemesis, Seth Rogen. That's a really cute movie, too. Oh, I almost thought about watching that the other day. It I, is I, so good. Because I like, oh, I like her a lot. She was so good in Monster when she in the end, Academy Award. When the credits roll, it's Robin. So you dance. You're dancing on your own? Yes. I feel like. I uh, think we're calling our girlfriend, actually. But Call your girlfriend. Which is our favorite song to dance to. Like, I always know that Doc Lovey is going to want to dance because he says, Alexa, (laughs) play Call Your Girlfriend. Hey, Alexa. (laughs) I had to say it quietly because I was afraid it was going to start booming through my house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you seen uh, Emma Stone and Maya Rudolph do the cups to that? To Call Your Girlfriend? So good. So good. Um, I do like cups, unfortunately. I don't know why. I, I feel like, do you remember in, like, elementary school when they used to have that cup stacking competition? I hated that. <laughs> Fucking do. They had, it. they had it on Nickelodeon. Do but you I, feel like anxiety? No. I feel like my desire to like the cups is because I always wanted to be good at that cups game but never tried like I mean, it was always yes. literally like it was like this it was like the math field day it was like literally five of the most dexterous <laughs> Asians like fucking killing it and I was like I'll never be better than them I'll never be better than them I can't even try They're that's like, why I hated it too and seconds. I wanted to do it and I couldn't <laughs> I resentments. I was like, I was like, honestly, like these people have a genetic actual uh, difference in which they can stack cups better than me. I mean, I was always so amazed and my just little hands couldn't do it. And I would, you know, here we are. Here we, that's why I'm here. That's why I have a podcast now about fucking stupid bitches that don't matter. (laughs) This is what happens to you when you're not allowed to play cups and never (laughs) be the best. Seriously, the only cups we have now have lids and straws. Our, our, our D cups, and I'm talking about my bra. Um, uh, my bra. Uh, my bra. Well, let's get into some real time revelations. I did not watch Miami Part Two yet, unfortunately. Um, just wasn't on my list. I have yeah, things don't going worry on. about it. You know, <coughs> I have it's going to make you really mad at Alexa again. Yeah, maybe Alexia. it's more. Hey, hey, Alexia, play a call your girlfriend. Um, I, but maybe I, I feel like I've almost gotten to the point. Maybe it's because the season was so good, and those women are good at like kind of what they do. They kind of wrap everything up and put a bow on it in a nice way. That I don't really. Miami's never had really good reunions. Yeah. So, so like, I don't really know if the I, I I'm like kind of over it now. Like I'm just ready for it to be gone, and I'm ready for next season. Like, I yeah, don't really I agree. Need that much talk about it. Because I yeah. don't think they're going to get anywhere. Yeah, because I, I think they all they all just make themselves more unlikable. Like, Larsa literally told Dr. Nicole that she didn't have a job. Like, at least I have a job. Like, ma'am, are you okay? She's a doctor. Literally, every time we see her, she's actually in the hospital. Like, like she's an <laughs> anesthesiologist. Like, read, but a doctor is a big deal. <laughs> Um, you don't even have a job. Uh, like, what do you say to that when you're, like, the only fucking person on those couches that actually has a job? It's really, it's just, like, baffling. So, yeah. It's just I, them I, fighting psychotically for nothing. I would literally look at Andy and be like, I'm either gonna shit or leave. Like, yeah. one or the other, like, you gotta pick. I can't I can't be here with, with the feet salesperson over there. I yeah. love that Larsa takes her OnlyFans as a very serious profession. She's like, an entrepreneur. 
sex work is sex work. And I don't want to tell anybody that it's not. But, like, there's nobody that takes OnlyFans more seriously. Than She's like Jim Bellino. <laughs> She's like, I am a businesswoman. I have to go to work. And she literally up there with her, like, foot on a podium, like, taking a picture with different ladies. She's like, whoo, that was a hard fucking day, girls. Let's go. <laughs> when Adriana's foot gets injured, she's like, thank God it wasn't me. My livelihood. <laughs> oh, Larsa was like, oh, God. She called her insurance agent right then and upped her foot insurance. She was like, these, these are the face of my business. What are are my left and my right foot both equally profitable? Because I need to know if I need to protect one. <laughs> if I were to grow a third leg and have another foot, how much more money can I make? Oh, that's so funny. Um, and then New Jersey this week. I am obsessed with how much money Dolores fucking earns. It's insane. $200,000, like, puts mustard to shame. Oh, for sure. I love like, it. And what a fun day. What a fun day. And you know what I like about it? I love that we didn't really have to see, like, that many clips of her, like, setting it up. But all is very well organized. Whoever, like, if this is all Dolores, like, you went in, all of the, like, jerseys were perfectly lined up. Like, it just seemed like a nice, easy, fun day. Right. They literally just show up. Everything's ready. Whoever sells tickets. Yeah, seriously. Props to whoever is behind this event, actually. Because you're amazing. And the doctor team was incredible. Incredible. The kids kids show up and fucking just, like, fucking start stomping the doctors. It was really great. Oh, my God. And I loved meeting, like, Louie Jr. I love seeing little Joey. Like, Louie Jr. is the apple of my eye. I am obsessed. He just has a good spirit. Like, he feels like a really nice, fun young man. Yeah. And I love love his and Melania's relationship. I feel like they're actually really close. And Melania is so close to Nicholas, his other son that lives with them, um, who has autism. She, oh, oh, yeah, that's because Jacqueline and I was like, yeah. wrong person. <laughs> no, no, they both have yeah, Nicholas's. That's, that's what, as Teresa yeah. says, we both Nicolai's. have Nicholas's. <laughs> Nicholas. Um, but she's just so amazing. Like, oh, Melania has always had the kindest heart. And congratulations to my birthday twin, Gabriella, for getting into University of Michigan. Good for her. She's going to kick some major That should have been our hard-titting news. A real star. A <laughs> real star. Uh, I, I have to say... I did not think that I would ever see this version of Teresa. I was very impressed with her in therapy. None of this is an act. Like, people have to remember, like, we are tree huggers, but we all know Teresa's not, like, the smartest person. And she's definitely not a good actress. Right. So, like, there's no way she could pretend like a Melissa to, like, be doing this work. Like, she's truly, you can feel it, like, through the screen how much better her energy is. And she feels less anxious and like she's yeah. just living in a happier moment. And to realize the cycles in life that you need to yes. break. I think that the way that she does it is so admirable too, because she's not like trashing her parents, you know, well, and, and saying this like is hard for somebody like her to get to right. the point where she's willing to even that, to see their say flaws. those things out loud is something that, you know, I would never have thought that she could do because like, you know, she worships her parents, but right. Yeah. And to still be able to say, I love them and they're, they're wonderful people, but this wasn't great. And I have also reacted like that. Right. Admirable. And like the gold standard of therapy, right? Like Absolutely. to be able to separate it and still love someone while seeing cycles that you don't want to repeat. Right. 
Now, I, I needed a little bit more um, details about this Antonia Melania birthday party debacle. I am absolutely on Teresa's side. I would be hurt, too. It seems like Teresa invites those people to a lot of things, and they just choose not to come. Because Joe could have at least came. Like, not, right, right. You know, like, somebody should have been there. Melania, if she really did have a, like, or not Melania, Antonia, if she did have a cheer competition, you can't can't miss it. Yeah. That's why I needed to know a little more. I'm like, what time of night is this party? Because, like, could she have performed and left? No, they are, they're, they're usually out of town. So when you're on a competitive cheer team, you're, you're traveling. Right. I know, but like, they're rich. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know, but is she going to like fly her home on a private plane from Oklahoma? (laughs) Absolutely. Because some of them are really in Oklahoma. Like, no, I know. And, and she has to go. Like, it's like, guys, bring it on. It's real. Like, well, and they're two day long, somebody. usually. So work. usually you're there for a whole weekend and you're performing for two days. And then there's finals where you right. also perform again. So like if her party was on a Friday night or even on a Saturday, she could have performed that day. And then if they qualified for finals, she would have had to go back Sunday right. and perform again. You know what I mean? But I do compete think again, not perform. Like, Sorry, I, they're I, not performing. They're competing. Right. And I, I do think that like Joe should have been there and they could have like, oh, face, sure. they could have FaceTimed. You know what I mean? I think there is just such a, you know, the, we've got the birthday party, we've got the housewarming and right. Reese is inviting all of them. And then like, it's just, you know, it, I feel like Teresa might have felt different about the San Antonio thing if it wasn't like the third or fourth thing that people had been invited to. Oh, right, totally. You know, I just, I definitely yeah. think, especially Antonia, like your team is a big deal to you, and you're little. Like I don't think the kids ever have any blame. You know no, what I mean? No, because I they agree. don't get it. Yeah. No, I agree. I just, I this is where the parents dropped the ball. Where right. they they should have since they should have sent over a present, and one of them should have been there. Like and, right, and, and and you know what? And that, I had to take her to brunch and get her her nails done or something together this is where i don't get it for people that allegedly value family so much these are joe's only nieces like this is your goddaughter you know what i mean like it doesn't make sense to me there doesn't seem to be a lot of value there and it even seems like like feels like gia does a lot of the work like it's not like joe Joe was like too meek to come over because he's a man though like that in their family and in their culture the man the man's word is the end so anything like any pushback he's gonna get mad about and he thinks everyone should come to him and praise him and so even when melissa was doing envy or doing anything more independently he gets mad think about how mad he got at her when she walked in front of him to a sprinter van oh that's true that's you true. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the problem is that he is used to that. And that's a cycle he has not broken. And that's, I think, the biggest conflict now for them. Yeah, it's really sad to watch. Yeah. Sad to watch. You know, I'll never say never, but I just think that it could never be the same ever again. I feel like I also feel like for like a Teresa I feel like sometimes you do get to that point where like there is no return. Like after you stop caring for so long, like it's really, it's really a a tough situation. Like what is it going to add to my life? Well, and especially once the girls are older, like, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't know if you can get rid of that resentment. And if the girls don't want to have a relationship with him, you know, that would be really hard on Teresa. And you have other people like Louis's family, because at the end of the day, like not to be, 
like stereotypical or anything, but usually when, when Tree gets old and gets like, she has her daughters to take care of her. You right. know what I mean? Like she's not going to need her brother. Cause he's not a caretaker anyway. When his parents got sick, Tree took care of them. That's usually right. what happens. And so honestly, like she doesn't really need him. Like it's not yeah. like Melissa's going to come take care of her. It's not, right. you know, so I mean, I don't know what it really is adding for her at this point. And he's in such a bad space. Like, if he can't move on and he can't start breaking those cycles, there's no hope because I, right. it would just put her, bring her back. Well, this will be a pivotal time for him. And this is probably the only time he'll have to, like, because what you can see around Joe is I think when this is what's happening is if Teresa changes, then he has nobody to blame it on. Because before, Teresa's behavior was so inflammatory. Absolutely. Be like, but if she changes and starts acting better, then the only person to blame is him. And you can kind of see him panicking. You right. know what I mean? Because like he, he knows that like it's like, well, that's me. And the only way I can fix this is I have to do the work and change. And he doesn't want to do that. But I don't think he even has that realization. Because no, I think I the way I Right. I agree. Because remember, um, Tree said that her bro or her dad didn't talk to their cousin over like $30 for years. You know, like that's sure. just right. They just write people off in their family. Like that's just what they were taught to do. And so, I mean, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work. Are we what? what what's oh, on? I was just going to say, Marge, with her surgery. Oh, why can't she wipe her ass? If people that... can learn. Okay. To... So. I thought that was weird. I thought yeah, that but you can really learn to write monologue. with your other hand. Like, why can't you learn to wipe with your other hand? Also, like, I only wipe, the, like, she and I, but I only wipe with the same hand in one hand anyways. Like, I, I don't know why, like, why does she switch off? But maybe she, like, only, like, she, that's her dominant hand to wipe with. But I definitely... Does the other hand the other not hand. work? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you can learn to write with your other hand when that you have a broken arm. the weirdest thing I've ever heard i was like what and she just kept talking about it i was like why are we still talking about this like i, I also know new jersey's the only show where you're like inviting somebody over for fucking brunch and you like are sitting outside with a huge goblet of coffee and then three coffee mix <laughs> oh my like, gosh i know fuck? and remember she brought her own last year like she oh, she they better give her a check i i she's either working for the check but she loves a coffee she must be so fucking hyped up she's always has those huge coffees and i'm gonna go buy that snickers coffee mate i am it must be delicious like she told me honestly give that woman a check so that she can get a prosthetic arm to wipe her own butt like <laughs> um and i'm rachel fudo grew on me this week i see a lot of housewife potential in her yeah i like her I, I hate her. I don't like her, but I, I think I like her as a housewife. For the show. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like, she, she gets what's going on. I just, you know, I, I think we're going to see her like, be, she's a Melissa and you know, mm -hmm. I can't like any, I can't like Melissa's. So, yeah. okay. Joke. And I'm ready for Danielle to snap. Danielle is, Danielle Caprese is what I call her. Danielle mm -hmm. Caprese is going to fucking blow up and I am excited. I can't wait. Oof. Her and that little I Valentina. That little star Valentina. Oh. She, I mean, honestly, the, the kid, the, the fucking housewives kids are some of the funniest, talentedest kids in the universe. Like, they are really being raised by stars when they act like that. You're like, you don't, you get that from somebody. Yeah. That comes from 
somebody. Like my Lua comes from TT. Yes. <laughs> it's got to come from somewhere. You know what shine, I mean? shine. Shine, shine, honey. Okay. Well, I think that's it. We're going to be getting into girls trip in two weeks, I think. Comes out. Oh, yeah. Then I, and I, the new below duck sailing. I know you don't love it like I do, but I'm dying. Well, I have to say I do love Daisy. Yes. And, uh, <gasps> do you think I, I'm going to see her when I'm in Ireland? Yeah, I think she just fucking clogs down the streets in smoke pipes. <laughs> no, I don't think you're going to fucking see her. You that's where she lives. Scene. She lives in she lives in England. I know she lives in London, but that's where her family lives. I can see Bonnie, her sister. I need to hit her up. I'm going to DM her. DM her. Be like, hey. Is hey, Dave, Dave going to be here this week? Love can Dave come her. out and play? <laughs> Hey, bitch, I'm going to be there. Let's meet up. She probably would. They seem like a pretty, pretty down-ass family. I, I know. I, they're fun. I, I Did they have a preview out for the new Blowjack Sailing? Oh, my God. Yes. The trailer. Oh, I, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I'll have to watch it. Oh, my it. God. Daisy and Colin hook up. Oh, really? And Gary freaks out on Daisy, and he's like, you did that to spite me. Gary loves Daisy so I know. much. It's literally, I told you, I like literally, my heart flutters like old school bachelor with well, Daisy and Gary. I, I, they cannot be together yet. Like he's the fucking worst. I, but, I think that he, I'm, he's growing on me because he likes Daisy. I don't like him as like a singular unit, but I like yes. his love for Daisy. Right. And But I've always said Colin is the star of my heart and that he would be better to date if he were single. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, well, let's sit back, relax, rewind, and let's remind ourselves of what was happening on August 13th, 2009. What were we listening to? I got a feeling it's still the fucking Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> we just switched the songs up. No more Boom Boom Pow, but I got a feeling. Great Best there. I ever had by great Drake. Great couple years for them. Yeah, um, Knock You Down oh, by Carrie Hilson. Love that song. Uh, you Belong With Me by Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. You Somebody, Kings of Leon. I love that song. Somebody. Um, so good. Wow. Yeah, there you wow, go. Wow, what a year. Wow. In the box office, we were watching G.I. Joe, The Rise of the Cobra. And on TV, How I Met Your Mother. Love. Love, love, love. Never watched it. Never seen one episode. I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, love that show. I love Never that. <laughs> Own them on DVD. Uh, I do need a new series, like a new funny. So maybe. Um, uh, you know what? I don't know. Like, I we still rewatch, but I don't know if, if like, new to well. the game. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I and I don't, I don't know, like yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. <gasps> so I. God. I, you like, always come after I, my love. I, I know. I'm so sorry. For something, I used to like him. Like, I liked Lemony Snickets, and I liked, like, I used to really like him and David Burke. Kinky Boots? I, there's just something about him over the years that has really started Not Kinky Boots. Not Kinky he Boots. He wasn't in Kinky Boots. But Cindy Lauper did write the music for that. He's in uh, The Angry Inch. What is it? Head, Hedwig and the Angry Oh, Hedwig and the Angry Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. I also love. See, I have just a problem with him, and I also don't like Jim Parsons that well. Um, oh, I see that, yeah. <laughs> I see why you hate him. Yeah. There's something about... But he's not in How I Met Your Mother, but... No, I was just thinking of other, like, tall gays that you're <laughs> 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 like, other him aside. I was just thinking of other gays I hate. Uh, there's a new segment, Gays I Hate. Uh... <laughs> you know what, though? Like, as an adult, a lot of times when I'm, like, taking walks, 
I'll be talking to Doc Levy and I'm like, oh, that's my nemesis. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have a lot of those. What is wrong with me? Yeah, I used to think that mine was literally only Kristen Stewart. And then I catch myself and I'm like, I fucking hate her. Do we like, like anyone? <laughs> like, look, I just went over. Like, I hate Jim Parsons. Can't stand the man. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? Now I think about it, I really don't like that people. Yeah, like, we like don't. The main character and bro- like Billy Billy Eichner hate him too. Oh, another gay I hate. Oh, wow. See, really... I liked him in American Horror Story. I yeah. don't know. There's something that's kind of just preachy to me about him. Um, you like I, me? I know, but, but I don't like preachy gays. Oh, okay. Only preachy girls. <laughs> that's the problem. God, I hate preachy gays. Yeah. I mean, they compete too much. I preach too much. What are we gonna do? I'll preach each other. <laughs> God, get out of here. So what was in the headlines? A former chief of staff for Bill Clinton when he was governor of Arkansas, Betsy Wright, faces felony charges accusing her of trying to smuggle a knife and 48 tattoo needles on <laughs> row. What? Right. A longtime visitor. Yeah. A longtime visitor to death row at the state's Varner unit was detained May 22nd after a guard noticed a small knife and a box cutter attached to her keychain, said prison spokeswoman Dina Tyler. How do you get that job to be a prison spokeswoman? <laughs> Sounds a great. loose ink pen she had in tweezers with sharpened edges and inside a bag of Doritos, the guard found 48 <laughs> tattoo noodles. Thanks, New York Post. This is journalism. Wow. This, I need literally a four-episode miniseries about this. This really? is no, but I need to know more. Like, I'm gonna have to look this up. Like, like, how long had this woman been doing this? Who was she delivering them to? I have so many more questions. Uh, are all 48 needles for one person? <laughs> and how did you get them in a Doritos bag and think that nobody would know it? Yeah, do you re- do you have one of those things that you can refill the bag? <laughs> Are there any actual Doritos or only tattoo needles? Well, we all know there's a Doritos resealer in the White House. So, God, you you know that's all Bill Clinton did. He was just opening Doritos bags and resealing them. (laughs) He was like, there's nothing I love more than America and a fresh bag of Cool Ranch. Um, God bless America and save the troops. In the fashions, we were wearing bootcut jeans with kitten heels. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm still more fond of a kitten jelly, but you know wherever we are. Um, and then in celeb gossip, Courtney Kardashian is pregnant with on again off again boyfriend Scott Disick, and he is the father. She broke up with Disick last year on the show, but the 30 year old reality star said she had uh, she and Disick were really happy being together on this morning's Today Show. Another New York Post. So wow. With this, your birthday Mason? twin. This was Mason? Yeah, this was Mason. Wow, wow, wow. How old is Mason now? 14. Wow. Ooh. That's wild. Mm. Maybe 13. No, he just had his bar mitzvah. He was 13. Aww. I mean, honestly, can we get, like, my super sweet 16? Can we get my super sweet bar mitzvahs? I want to see these huge, like, Porsches. Like, I need to see these huge 13-year-old bashes. Well, hi, um. La Hayam. I would love uh, that or, too. Oh, and then you can have my super sweet quinceanera. I, I, I mean, I need all of these things. I love to see rich people and their crazy children spend a lot of money. Yeah. Love to see it. 
Okie got okie dokie. Well, let's get into this wig snatchery of an episode. It is called Unbeweavable. <laughs> fucking idiots, producers. <laughs> these fucking idiots. So we we pick up where we left off, and Sheree's calling Kim white trash. What is white trash? White trash can be welcoming. Um, and calling Welcome to my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like that edited into this episode immediately. Um, all the staff is literally staring at them. They are like actually yelling. Like it was. Can you imagine? I wish I was there. God. Oh my god! I would have peed my pants. I would have no. I would have peed on Lindsay Lohan's daddy. <laughs> what? What a day to not only watch the Real Housewives fight at work, but also wait on Lindsay Lohan's daddy. Like, like, like what wow! A day. What a day! Uh, it, and you know what? Probably none of those people tip them. So, oh, you know, definitely people, not. I don't even know if those people even paid. To be honest. Yeah, probably. What did you see him running out of there? Right, they did. Right. <laughs> this, honestly, this was all an act because nobody wanted to pay them at all. Charade <laughs> being foreclosed. Dog. Mimi had to get new teeth, and fucking Kim is always broke. She ain't never paying bills. Um, so she got Kim goes, grow up, you're a 40-year-old woman. And Sheree does slightly shift Kim's wig. I remembered it being a much harder pull than it actually was. And I thought that we saw that pull on camera, and then another shift happened down the block. I, I thought we went further down the block, too, in my memory. Like, we were... Per- I thought we had made some fucking mileage. Like, we had... Well, made- I think that there, there's obviously an extended cut that includes Lindsay Lohan's daddy, because yes. he also wasn't in this episode. Right. So I think that that was, like, unseen footage, and we saw more of it, and in that's why. I think we see yeah. Um And, I mean, it's just a classic moment. Like, you gotta watch it. And, um... <laughs> Sheree's like, Kim needs to be on medication. <laughs> I love Sheree really thought that she was deserved in doing this. Like she she was like, she was like, and then I just had to pull her wig. Like she but was like, I, I will give to. it to her. She literally like wrapped her hand around the hair. Uh-huh. So like if she wanted to snatch it, she easily she could have. Right. Like she had a grip. And it, and it wasn't like pinned on there or anything. She really could have snatched her way. Yeah. So like, what, what no she was problem. saying was like, I don't hate you that much. If I hated you that much, I would have snatched your whole wig off. Yep. You yep. would have been a bald-headed scallywag on these streets. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what else I love? I'm going to tell everybody up top, this is my saint. It, the drivers of Bravo, that man, her, Nini's driver was right there ready to get her. Like, she had to walk down the street, and Nini's driver was right there with the door open. I was like, this man. Just this man, waiting. like, that is five-star service. service. That's what happened to customer service. Yes. Like, that was amazing. That was like our Uber driver in Nashville when there was all those concerts and all I of know. that. And, like, our Uber driver waited and weaved through traffic to get to us. It was amazing. Uh, For not amazing. even surge pricing. I know we didn't even have the surge. That was the Taylor Swift night, right? And we, and we made yeah, and we made the drag show on time. She was like, "Oh, what time does the drag show start?" <laughs> she, <laughs> was, she was bobbing and weaving. It was a little dangerous, but I mean, honestly, it was worth it. Like it was like yeah. go go gadget car. It was pretty. Amazing. And you know who's dangerous in Tennessee? <laughs> Marsha the Barker. government. Oh, the yeah. government. Yes, they are so dangerous. They're sick. They absolutely are, and they raised my my taxes thirty percent. Disgusting, disgraceful, disgraceful. <laughs> you know that always used to be deception, disgrace <laughs> as the scar on his face. 
Deception. Okay. Um, and then and then we go to Jody meeting Kim after the incident. And I do love Jody. Jody is a good fucking ass friend. Kim called her crying. Who she allegedly only called cried twice. Um, and she drove from Birmingham, Alabama to Atlanta overnight. And it looked like Kim was just meeting her. I was like, did Kim make you stay in a hotel? Like you couldn't even stay at her house. Absolutely, she did. <laughs> she hadn't even slept. She literally just pro- like arrived and pulled in the parking lot. <laughs> and she, she was like, they, he said that I called Greg a uh, broke ass. That's not even your. That's not even your lingo, Cam. That's not. You would have said broke as hell. I would have said broke, broke motherfucker. I love you. <laughs> broke as hell. <laughs> right in hell. But I do love. Like nobody's denying. Kim would absolutely say that. <laughs> but that's not the word I use. I absolutely have said that, but I never said broke ass. I would never say broke ass. Um, <sighs> uh, that's just not your lingo, Cam. Um, and then. Uh, she goes, and then how did her wrist get cut? She was like, my wrist got cut. And I was like, and then they didn't show us. I was like, I don't think your wrist was cut. Like she cut it on her herself. <laughs> on her, yeah, clearly. And I'm like, Kim, we know you're on that street with metal detectors. If you lost a bracelet, you would have found it. Like, you're mm-hmm. not leaving your Cartier on the ground. I mean, she isn't even leaving her, you know, like mall jewelry on the ground. She's not even leaving Ariana's jewelry on the ground because that's who or she's her helmet. Her. Or her helmet. If Where you got your helmet, helmet, you definitely didn't leave a Cartier. And also, like, after I got my wig shifted, I would have put that helmet on. She was right. She did need that helmet. She was right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. And you're right. You shouldn't have mentioned it. Trust you your gut. <laughs> and you know what I just keep getting? Brielle and Nini must have had, like, an amazing relationship. Because amazing. everybody says it. I mean, yeah. we had Dean last week that said it, and and everybody's always like, well, you know, Brielle and Nini, they must have had, and that is really, I mean, and to fast forward to future seasons with the Roach stuff with Brielle, mm-hmm. it's so sad that that happened, because to Absolutely. have a, a special adult in your life like that is something that every kid needs, and, yeah, and, and Brielle would have really, you know, it's just, it, the, watching this relationship like slowly be dismantled is really sad to watch because it's one of those things that didn't have to happen right and especially the way like it's so dark right the way that it's like there's no coming back really right no 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 there's no yeah especially after season three with the bus stuff yeah it just you know it's just but they both really did love each other and it all got so petty and I think you know, I don't think that Kim has the capacity to really be a great friend to anybody. I think she's kind of shown that over the years. Except see, to Croy. Except, and, and you know what? That's great. Like, you know, some people, you know, having a great relationship is hard. And some people are those people where you can only, like, be true and real to one person. Yeah. Yeah. And she, and those they they are never apart. Like they, she doesn't have time for friends. She's got thirteen kids. Um, mm-hmm. you know she she's she's different. She's got to brush those wigs. She's got to. <laughs> she's different. She's different. Um, and then uh, we go to Nini and Woo Woo power walking and gossiping in five inch heels. Um, and they were walking. They were walking pretty fast. I was very impressed with their power jaunts. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Nini has such long legs. That's nothing. She does. She does. It's like one Nini stride is like five of Lisa Wu Wu's. Seriously. Um, can relate. Absolutely. Um, I did love them like mocking Kim and Shrey. Like they were twins last 20s. year. Twins. Yeah, they were twins. And now they're fighting. <laughs> and then Lisa goes, she's bona fide crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, I love somebody. Like, she's bona fide crazy. And I do believe Kim is bona fide crazy. I think that's on her resume. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what her specialty license plate says. <laughs> bona fide crazy. Um, <laughs> then we go to Candy and Riley at the fair with Jing Jing. Um, I love Jing Jing. Yeah, bring her on. Bring her on. I like, I, you know, I, I forgot. That we literally went through like literally Candy's whole life on this TV show. Oh like, my! I, like it's she got so crazy. married, she had how, kids. Like and how young she was. Yeah, I just kind of really. She might be one of the housewives that changed the most of all time. Like that. Like you, we really saw her life grow. Like yeah. like her and like a Teresa because of where we came in in their life. You know what I mean? Like we don't always have that opportunity with like a Vicky. Because she's in the later years of her life. So we don't get to see a lot of, like, the kids stuff and all of that stuff. But it's interesting with Candy. Like, I even forgot. I forgot about her wedding completely. Yeah. Because in between all of Cynthia's weddings and Nene's (laughs) and, you know. There were a lot of Atlanta weddings. There were, yeah. Kim's? Kim's, yeah. Wow. Tardy for the wedding. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And then she bought that weird $35,000 dress off of eBay. Oh, oh my God. The <laughs> weirdest thing. Like, <laughs> such a weird dress. Such a Like, that's the dress you're going to be obsessed about. And you, who says you're a clean freak and, like, won't use anything used, you're going to use a used wedding dress? <laughs> it was also, like, paying that much for a used wedding dress. Right? Insane. Um, okay. Well, it, she's it, bona fide <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Oh, crazy. A uh, uh, chain smoking white woman in a wig. That's just different. That's different. Uh, <laughs> that's different. You're, you're right, Cynthia. When you're right, you're damn right. Um, and then we go to Dwight, the party planner extraordinaire, par- planning his party. And honestly, I am surprised that Dwight, the party planner, did not get a spinoff. Because- oh, my God. Him <laughs> micromanaging when he said, what's minutes. burning? We- Smells horrible. <laughs> <laughs> just kept walking it was hysterical i love that you wrote that down i wrote that down and be a bird he's like be a fucking sexy bird if you're a bird if you're a bird whatever you are you be that animal as he leaves he goes this is your last performance oh my god we need him to plan all of the crazy kid parties yes I mean, honestly, the fact that She by Sheree didn't hire him to do She by Sheree this last season is a travesty. Um, he, I, this, it really was very funny. A lot of booby touching in this episode from him. Oh, that was a lot. Uh, it was, you know, usually that doesn't make me uncomfortable. I, we'll get into it. So then we go to, um, and uh, instead of going to the gym, Kim gets a uh, Bella shape, which gets, it has to get up to 107 degrees on your skin. And but yeah. Yeah. And I wish they would have given us a timer of how long she was there. Because I think she was literally there for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And she, and she was like calling all of her girls. And she's like, she's like, how was school? Boring. <laughs> Put Ariana on. How was school? Boring. <laughs> what am I fucking paying for? Love you, sweetie. Glad you had a great day. It's almost over. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. I would have taken a nap. It seemed great. Like, ha- oh, having sure. people, like, massage you in a nice heated ray. I would have been out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we go to Nene and Trey. They're heading to Dwight's birthday. Um, <laughs> Dwight walks in, literally judging everything. You know, everybody's shitting themselves. 
<laughs> I, I, it will live right free in my head. That clip of Dwight swinging on that tire <laughs> throughout the whole party. <laughs> like, he just kept like, like cutting to Dwight swinging on this tire. <laughs> and I love it. Was this theme from the Devil's Wear Pro- Devil Wears Prada, the Urban Jungle suit? Oh was, like, my god, yes. <laughs> it was like, Urban Jungle. I was like, Stanley Tucci actually planned this. Um mm-hmm. I love Stanley Tucci. Me too. Then Candy arrives with the biggest purse I've ever seen. Like, it was a massive bag. And Dwight... That was the day, though, you know? Because I always think about that, too. And even on red carpets, remember everyone would wear those jeans and kitten heels and those (laughs) giant bags. And I'm like, do you have a bucket of popcorn in there? What are you doing? I do remember. But you also... There were, like, two kind of girls. There were the girls where, like, they had that massive bag, and there was literally, like, their wallet, their phone, and their lip gloss. And then there were the girls where you would just see them dive into their Mary Poppins bag, because there was so much shit A in scarf, it. a <laughs> bottle of water, <laughs> some Botox. Oh, like a blow dryer. They're, like, they literally had the whole Lip Smackers collection. There's a set Maybe. of gel pins, a color by number. <laughs> There's so many hair breaths. Like, there's scrunchies galore. I mean, there was a velour sweatsuit. There were heels to get into. After your kitten heels, there were jellies. Like, he, I just loved it. I loved people just constantly digging in there for their Victoria's <laughs> Secret extra sticky lip, lip, lip gloss. Do you, you remember the extra sticky lip gloss? The one that tingled that made your lips grow? <laughs> it was so sticky. I mean, <laughs> my middle school memories are just girls fucking pulling their side bangs out of their lip gloss. <laughs> Constantly in their lip gloss. Their hair was in their lip gloss. Oh, God. I didn't need an education because I didn't get one. That's all I learned. Um, what a time. What a time. <laughs> what a time. So Dwight and Stucks, like, actually inspects candy. Like a full doctor exam. Like a full physical she had. <laughs> Head to toe assessment. Uh, like cranial nerves feet. three and eight. The, like, feet, the feet were weird. Like too. Like the boobs whatever. But the feet. Like he took a long look at her feet. It was like toe by toe. <laughs> Uh, he was wasted by then and I really felt bad for Jing Jing because then once Dwight made his way over there did you see her face? She was like yeah. he was like literally squeezing her to death is she a doctor? I don't know because she said but Dwight thing. thinks he is yeah Dwight thinks he is because I'm like get her on get Jing Jing on Married to Medicine get her on yeah. there what's happening with her Um, and then I also forgot that Candy doesn't drink how did you forget that? well you know she's just not, you know, it's hard for me sometimes, like a Jill Zarin, when mm-hmm. everybody's drunk in a party to see people that don't drink like that, that can still engage in a weird, normal way with drunk people. Um, but like, I, you know, Candy just still doesn't really talk about it that often. So like, right. I just, you know, like, bitch, I'm worldwide. She's like something you would say after a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, it's so true, though, because like, I feel like when you're sober, it's not to be around drunk people, right. but to like fight with them. It's like, to be on the TV show with only drunk people for 12 years. Because, you know, even when I'm drunk, I don't really, like, if people are annoying, I still don't, I'm like, let's, let's get away from me. Like, get away from me. I'm, no, I, I'm literally in the corner eating a mozzarella, like, uh, of Jen Fessler, and pouring more <laughs> vodka in my drink. I'm like, I really need to get to pass out level because I can't deal with this bitch over here. <laughs> like, like I, 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 I need to make this a double. Unless it's a man. You know, I'll always fight a man. <laughs> Girls' parties, Clindy's fighting no one. She's just hopping in her bag. One man in that party, he's literally wrangling and hog tying. 
you're like, oh, did you look at me? Oh, because the patriarchy? Me? Oh. So you're a misogynist. Who did you vote for? Who so you voted for Donald Trump. That's what you're saying. And he's like, I just Where said, were you on January 6th? He's literally like, I just said, wow, pigs in a blanket are my favorite. And you're like, oh, pig. because you're oh. not kosher? Because you're anti-Semitic. Oh, you, you like the pigs? Oh, blue lives matter? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Oh, do you want some donuts too? I get that. Uh, <laughs> oh God, what's wrong with you? Uh, then we get a little segment where Nini calls Kim to me, blah 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 blah, and then we go to Lisa and her only filming partner Ed, um, <laughs> consulting with a designer for Closet Creek. Mm-hmm. Now, this was one of those housewife pitches. Where somebody says a lot of words as like their mission statement and what they want that make no sense. So she wants like very reasonably priced, under three hundred dollars clothing. Yes, uh, expensive looking clothing that has no sex. That's sexy but doesn't show anything. It was like okay. It was and I understood what she was saying. I, however. You know, it just, I was like, I don't understand exactly what you mean and want by that. Like, it's just it's such a weird thing to, like, say. It's just like, I mean, something like this, but not like this. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Just poor designer. Hi, uh, designers. Hi, designers. Uh, hi, let's caucus. Um, <laughs> a lot of people, um, and she goes, a lot of people don't know how much work a fashion line is. That's what Sheree said. And I was like, yeah, mainly you. You. You don't know how much work one is. Because this poor bitch Casey is up in New York City trying to get everything together. I love Casey's confidence. Oh, my God. I just rewatched the episode of OC when Alexis <laughs> no, cut no, off no, those sleeves. The, the, <gasps> the woman was like, no, don't. Oh. She was like, give me the scissors. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. It's truly shocking. And she said, now you'll know who's the boss. I was like, what? I mean, the fact that we didn't send Alexis Bellino to Morocco with um, Gretchen (laughs) is actually a travesty. Because I I have been watching episodes here and there of Alexis Bellino. And I have to say, you know, I did hate her. Oh, absolutely. She was a great housewife. Such good TV. The way that she lives. The way that she lives fully in her denial Uh is just like, wow. Oh, wow. People like Tamara. Oh, people like an Alexis and a Gretchen a lot because they gave them the perfect, like, nemesis that everybody loved to hate. And also, like, we're so stuck in their delusion. And Heather. Yes. Oh, Heather. Oh, Heather. Heather, I don't think, would have gotten a second season without Alexis. I agree. I mean, literally... I can't tell, and also like that's one of the most iconic lines to me when when everybody says you're dead, lie down, lie down. I say it all the time. I said it to my boss the other day. I was like, <laughs> and you know, when everybody says you're dead, just lie down. You know what they say? Kind of looked at me weird. I was like, you know what they say? <laughs> you know, you know what everybody says, right? I'm like, he's like, I've never. Jill Darren popped up. I'm like, where did she come up with these? This is so funny. <laughs> Where did these come from? <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about. I don't even think it had anything to do with it. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. Um, and then we go. So that was then uh, Sheree and Casey. And then Tanya comes over. And Tanya was not only a Desert Storm veteran, but also a model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, Tanya's lived a lot of lives. 
Mm-hmm. And, and she was definitely trying to be a housewife. Uh, when Tammy comes out later, I, I, I think little Tantan really came out to play. But um, she, they should have let her. They, she, I think she's, if they get her now, like, why isn't she a housewife? She's scary. <laughs> Actually terrifying. Honestly, probably because she can't pass the background check. Connie's going to have to say <laughs> allegedly. Like, that woman has a record, allegedly. <laughs> uh, she probably was extorting Sheree for this many years. That's why she by Sheree never happened. Candy was holding it hostage. Um, and then we go to Mimi arrives at Kim's with presents for the girls oh, who are out there. Yeah. I'm sad that she didn't get to see the girls. I know, me too. And um, they had a conversation. Kim starts with Shrace off the chain. I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. I, that sounds like a compliment. Uh, and then Nini was like, I just don't really understand what's happened. Last year you were twins. <laughs> I was like, you're so fucking shady. It's so funny. Uh, yeah. Um, and it ends nice. You know, they. I, I, I wish we could have kept it here where they mm-hmm. decided that like, we're not going to be best friends, but we can enjoy our time together. I yeah. wish we could have just stopped here because that's the kind of relationship they needed. But it's not going to happen. So then we quickly go to Lisa Wu's house where they body shame Nini. Um, <laughs> and then we quickly go to Nini's house. And then Bravo does her dirty and shows a lot of images of uh, Nini eating cheese after she's been body shamed and didn't even know it. I was uh. like, how? dare you you motherfuckers she made that cheese look good though i love really... cheese and i liked this conversation i think this is where we started to turn a little bit with lisa and next week i think she goes to see they go to oakland um or what is it oakland that they go to to see lisa's parents maybe I, yeah, somewhere I in california so. um and so it was nice to see it's nice to see nini and lisa talk because they have a genuine relationship they mm-hmm. see, they, it, it was like a real conversation yeah um, uh, I love, I also love Lee, uh, the Nini trying to explain, no, Lisa trying to explain to Nini the fertility stuff. And Lisa, Nini's like, you guys don't know nothing. <laughs> she was saying what we also were saying. I was like, um, what do you mean that you want to be able to pick whether you're having a boy or a girl, but also have sex naturally? Yeah. Not how it works, bitch. Like, yeah, either or. I mean, you can still have sex naturally, but you, don't you can't have sex naturally and decide if it's a boy or a girl. Right, okay. right, right. And I also loved Nene being adamant about, she was like, Lisa, I would not have a baby for nobody. Nothing, nothing. I was like, okay, good. Good, I yeah. Lo- I love that. And then the, the weird conversation about the Nupa ring. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and then I wonder if Ed knows that she's on the Nuva ring. I feel like he doesn't. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't either. And then we go to um, Candy. Candy and T-Boss. Oof, I love this star power. Mm-hmm. And this restaurant looked good. Those chicken wraps. I was, I was into this. And there were a lot of really funny moments. Like Dwight, in this episode, I found myself just cackling. And th- one of them was in the, when uh, Candy's talking to T Buzz, and she goes, I-, "I had to go to a weight loss clinic because I just couldn't stop." <laughs> Same fuck girl. Same yeah. girl. Can't relate, Candy. <laughs> she was like, "If I wasn't in the entertainment business, I would have been fat a long time." <sighs> and I was like, "Yes, girl." She was like, "I was one thirty-seven. She was like, "Can you believe that?" And I love that T Buzz was shocked. And T Buzz said, "I've never been fat like that." <laughs> <She> was- <laughs> 
She was like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. She was, uh, and then Candy, it was like, um, I will be writing a song for you. Uh, you know that, right? And she was like, and T-Boss was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Candy was like, no, really, no, writing a song You, you will you. not release that album without me. <laughs> right. You have a new song coming to you. It's called Not That Like That. <laughs> <laughs> it will be your new hit. Um, or No More Than Two Baby Mamas. <laughs> no. Right? And I agree with her. I, oh, for like, sure. She was like, I don't want to deal with none of those peppers. I was like, I mean, we've seen Teen Mom. It is hard to deal with more than one. One, I know. I always think of Leah. Leah oh. fucking Messer trying to figure out, like, Leah and no, 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 it's Kaylin the most. Kaylin, exactly. Kaylin. Kale, yeah. Kale trying, she honestly, I have to say, really seemed very easy and breezy about, like, all of the fucking scheduling shit. And everything else in her life was a mess, but like that seemed easy for her. And I was like, literally scheduling your life around three different custody agreements sounds like the most miserable, miserable. thing you could ever think. And about. your kids don't see each other. That's the worst part for me. Is I know. that I feel like a judge should make sure. I mean, I know that it's. I'm not saying that's easy at all. But like as a judge, I would try to make sure the kids were on the house at the same time because I feel like they're never around. It's sad. What are the first two kids named? Lincoln and Lincoln and uh, oh my god, wait, that Lincoln's the second one. Second one, second one. Yeah, I, I can I can see the first I can one see in him. my head, and yeah, he's so sweet, so sweet. And I feel so bad for I, but him and Lincoln were really close, and I always felt bad because I felt like they never got to spend that much time. Yes, together. and Javi at first uh, was like taking both of them. Uh huh. And then that was always uh, sad to me too. Like I did feel bad for his fucking name the, the the first one i i i can't believe that i can so vividly see him and i can see his isaac. dad isaac isaac yeah i always felt so bad for isaac too because he was with javi a lot like that was i mean honestly he needed two custody agreements because, yeah i mean i i you know i don't think that every parent or person that gets into those relationships understands that when you're going to spend like seven years of a little kid's life with them, like you owe them something. Like, Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? And I think, and it's, it's just really sad for Isaac. I think fortunately Joe and Kale have figured out a way because Kale and V do a podcast together. Yeah. They had a little bump in the road recently, I think, but I think they're, there's so many bumps in the road with Kale. Yeah. She's probably pregnant again. I mean, that I girl, think, no, she did just have another baby. That girl is the most fertile woman in America. Like, I'm truly. Like, I'm like, I mean, honestly, thank God she has teen mom money. She, I, I, her life really exhausts me. Like, I wouldn't I even can't. watch her segments anymore because I, her and Leah exhaust the shit out of me. That's, I haven't watched for years the whole show because right. I'm like, God. Well, I stopped, I'm too old for this. I stopped reading, watching when they got rid of Chelsea because Chelsea was my fave. I love Chelsea. Do you watch her show on HGTV? No, I hate her now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it either, but I saw like, you know how like you get like um, suggested posts or whatever. I saw that they got picked up for a second yes. season. Oh, good. And I was them. like, I didn't even know it aired, but I, my sister sent me like um, a before and after and it was beautiful. I do. I really do like Cole and I loved Aubrey and I love that family. I just don't love their, like, I don't, I, I, I didn't love that, like, trying to cross over get into the HGTV space. I don't know why. I just yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah. But good for her. You know? Yeah, good for her. Yeah. And, and she will always, honestly, watching it, she's the one that came from the most normal background. So, like. Yeah, her dad was a dentist. Yeah, she grew up rich and stayed rich. <laughs> Congrats. 
my favorite was like back in the old days when she would literally quit school to like plan a party for Aubrey. She oh, was yeah. like, she was like, I've got to, dad, I've got to drop out of school. You I'm really busy. <laughs> she was the worst. Honestly. I can't, I can't focus on school and it's Aubrey's birthday. And she was such a lazy sack of shit when she was just, I was like, I was like, wait, you are living the best life. Like somebody always pays for you. Okay. You, and you literally went to like six, like in a six month program took her six years. Yeah. And I don't think she finished it. Did she ever finish beauty school? I have literally fucking no idea, but she never used it if she did. But whatever. Good for you. you your life is better. But it's so interesting to me that we saw her with so many different hair colors and styles and that she paid with this like red, red. <laughs> that's the one that's the one that stuck i know it is shocking it yeah is shocking of all the shocking shit she did <laughs> that's the most shocking to me somehow <laughs> you were like you landed on that color? that's that's what you're gonna because remember snooki had that same hair color too uh, for a while and that's what she got married with mm-hmm. and i'm like are you sure that color was that like like pantene color box color was yeah. really in for it was a really big minute. yeah um and I don't know why. It's not natural at all. But to be committed to it for like over a decade, I mean, wow. Okay. Well, that's different. Why um, not for you? Uh... <laughs> that's different, exactly. Um, I mean, she literally went from like uh, grunge paramour hair yeah. in that same shade to like long, luscious locks. Uh, yeah. And she's like, I'm just a traditional mom. And I'm like, Are huh? you? Are you okay? Remember she tried to have that leather jacket line? She's had a weird life. She's had a real weird life. Wow. And then they were CrossFitters. And I mean, there was a Uh, lot that was going on. Wow. And you know what? I always, when you said CrossFitters, because she's super tiny and has stayed tiny. Uh But I always forget that they're from Patterson. Did you forget? Um, That when we meet them, they're all pregnant. You know what I mean? Like 16. So like it's not their real body. You're like, wow. She really, really likes weight. She stayed snatched for 15 years. Good for you. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were literally 84 pounds in in seventh grade when we met you. Sorry. (laughs) You actually weren't fat. You were just carrying around. You were just. We met you at nine months. You were just pregnant. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like we've known for so long. Go girl. Your weight loss journey is incredible. How do you keep that off? And she's like, I gave her. <laughs> well, What's your secret? She's a 12-year-old now. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, how does it feel to be so obese when you started a TV show? And now, like, have this red hair and be skinny. Uh, and then uh, we go to Sheree's housewarming party. And mm-hmm. I'm just really confused by Is this. Is it her housewarming party or her singer party or both? <laughs> Well, I, I, well, I don't, I don't know. But did you design this outfit? The hair? There was just that was that was a that was a look. It was a look. And sure this was. is a read. I mean, the <laughs> legging, the gray, the like heather gray leggings with that like turquoise tealy top, and the like going to Mason Disick's bat mitzvah hair was. Mm-hmm. It was just all. I, I didn't know what was going on. It was a lot to look at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, then we have that pistol, that that veteran, and that model Tanya, and she comes in fucking hot. And I do have to say, this is before anybody ever had that conversation where, like, just because you're skinny doesn't mean that you should necessarily talk about anybody's weight. Right. Um, however, 
I mean, well, it starts because Lisa says, You're so tiny. Yes. You're smaller than me. You must be a zero. And she says, Probably. And Nini says, Let me get you a sandwich. Uh huh. And she says, I don't need a sandwich. I have room to grow to be your size. <laughs> Easy peasy, simple pimple. That's all she said. That's all. And honestly, I thought Nini kept it together pretty good. I would have flung her across. <laughs> I had three drinks. Total. Oh, your scale's a little heavy. <laughs> <laughs> your scale's heavy, but fine. <laughs> I only ate cauliflower rice. Oh. I haven't had a carb. <laughs> He's like, I didn't ask any of that. Like, this is not, this was not even a topic. Not even. It a is topic. now, bitch. Now you um, don't eat carbs. All we can see what you want to talk about. <laughs> you literally just start eating all that cake. You're like, fine. I'm gonna be that. Uh, and then and then they start talking about hair and they're like, I like your hair, like short hairs, and Mimi's like short hair is the best. And then she like grabs Lisa's hair and she was like, You didn't even do your hair or something like that. Did no, she said you hair? need to do something with all of this. You need to do something with all this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, just got out of the shower and she's like, Oh, that's called swimmer's hair. That's called swimmer's hair. Um and then Lisa and Nini were very smart and they were like, We're gonna beat a bitch, so we're gonna leave and re-enter. With better energy. You know. That's what I should have done at the doctor. You know what? I should have done that. (laughs) Couldn't have been me. Like, let's Um, retry this. Maybe we should start doing that. Maybe we should reframe it completely. Except if I walked out, I would have actually just went to Taco Bell and then home. Yeah, Yeah, we wouldn't have come back for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. I would have been like, and I would have lied. I would have been like, oh my God, I forgot a baby in the car. I'll be right back. I got to go. And then I'll be like, I'll be right back. Chelsea's hair color's in there. I got to get it out. That can't sit in there. And then I'd be like, Nathan, run. Run. We got to get the fuck out of here. We'll text him later. We'll say we run a car. We were attacked by raccoons. Something. Uh... I was mugged. <laughs> I, was, I was mugged by a bandit of chipmunks. Um, did you know that there are lethal chipmunks in your neighborhood? Um, and then Lisa <laughs> and Nini, they've changed their energy. And Nini breaks out Sage. And um, so she's like, I feel like a witch. And then Lisa starts doing a heavy prayer. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and it's an intense prayer. And then, then <laughs> Nini's like, hallelujah, praise the Lord. <laughs> And then I see the reason they did come back because there's a chocolate fountain. Yeah. <laughs> if you zoom in, you can see Kalindi swimming in that fountain like a gust of <laughs> <laughs> Like just swimming. Like Your swimming. skills have even mine. <laughs> bye bye. Um, and then uh and then they go over to the the, the weird couches are like, we're going to have girl talk. And I was like, okay. okay. That's when I checked out. It got weird then. I was like, this is a strange party. They were talking about marriage. and. But like, I thought, I think that's real. That's girl talk for sure. Like that's yeah. talk. Or not, it doesn't have to be girl talk. It can be anyone talk. But like, that's what your real friends talk about. So I thought it was interesting that they were also open in such a big group. Because I feel like you don't usually get vulnerable. With people you with just With people fat. that told you you're fat and that you should cut your hair. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't be sharing my marriage tips for them. No, I wouldn't even talk to them. I would have been, I mean, honestly, I would have only RSVP'd to that chocolate fountain. Also, the way they were cutting that cake was strange to me. Was that strange to you? I've never seen somebody cut a cake like that. I, when you know how I feel, when I see fondant, I phase out. 
Yeah, me too. Give me icing or give me death. Yeah, like, mm-mm. Okay. No, no matter how you slice it, it's nasty. <laughs> Don't slice it. Just get it out of my face, please. <laughs> give me an ice cream cake from Dairy Queen, please. Uh, this bitch called me fat. She told me to cut her hair. But the biggest offense committed in this party was the fondant on the cake. It was the fondant. The, honestly, that was the fondant on the cake. That, that mm-hmm. was. Uh, okay, so we all know my saint was that driver that saved Nini at the beginning. Um, yeah. This seemed like an episode where a lot of stuff happened. It who really was the, jam-packed. Who was your saint? The chocolate fountain. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Duh. Uh, my sinner was that terrible smell. <laughs> Something burning, it smells terrible. <laughs> what is that? What's burning? It smells horrible. <laughs> it smells horrible. He was like, we've got five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. Anybody have five minutes? Uh, I'm going to give you five minutes. He was like, an who was your sinner? All the body shaming. All the body. I mean, they really were trying to do Nene dirty. And I've clearly come into the edge. <laughs> so it just hit me hard. Uh, well, guys, send your prayers up for Clint and her doctor. She'll need it. Uh, <laughs> we love you. We love you. We love you. Check us out on Instagram and send us an email. Yes. And rate us five stars and leave a review. Absolutely. Stay blessed, y'all. Amen, bitches. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.